Hey, Peter. Hey, man. How young is too young to get kids into jazz? Uh, one day old would be too young, but two days old is perfect. It's fine. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. You're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Relentlessly coming at you. Relentlessly. Jazz advice. All up in your grill. We're talking about kids getting into jazz today because we've got a speak pipe from Roman. You ready for this? We're ready. Let's do it. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Roman, and I am a piano player all the way from Ukraine. And I wanted to ask you guys, uh, would you share some ideas about how to What's the best way to involve the kids from a very young age to how what's the best way to for them to study jazz and and all this kind of stuff because you know we don't have that strong jazz education in Ukraine and that would be very good to know to hear some of your ideas uh, one more time guys you have a great resource and thank you for what are you doing, what you are doing. Sorry, sorry for my poor <laughs> English. Okay, okay, thanks. Anyway, well, I guarantee Roman's English is way better than our Ukrainian. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Roman. Um, first of all, I've I've been to Ukraine once, and I love. I want to go back. I was in Lviv, Lviv, yeah. L V I V, another one of those cities that might be missing a vowel. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but so big shout out to to Ukraine and. Um, Thanks for that. It's, it sounded like Roman might have been in like a Ukrainian coffee shop or out on a Ukrainian farmland or I, something. I was imagining that his children were playing with his metronome. That's okay. What I was, oh, wow. It's yeah. funny how we put, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, kind yeah. of bring it in topical. And um, so, yeah. So, Roman, you said, uh, you know, that you don't have strong, uh, strong jazz education in Ukraine. Don't worry. Here in the U.S., we don't have strong education, period. So <laughs> we have our own battles with, with, with bringing up the, the, the children's, as we say. Yeah, yeah. But for jazz education, you know, we're here to help. We are here yeah. to help. And I think that, you know, I don't think that there needs to be either the barrier or even the excuse of you don't have something in your country. It, it will make it a little more of a challenge, but it sounds like you're up for it that you're thinking about this with your kids. Um, and a lot of times we idealize anyway. Like maybe we think for, uh, I don't know, like um, what's something that exists? Okay, like opera. So uh, obviously Italy has a very strong opera tradition. Both, so we, Both opera and Italy exist. Yeah. <laughs> but we think that like, you know, oh, if you are growing up in Italy, you're getting this amazing opera, you know, immersion all the time and the kids coming up. And that's not even always the way it is. So the same way in the U.S., it's not like we have all this built-in great jazz education. It's very much on the periphery here, especially in our public and private education. I mean, this is like a thing that I think if you want your kids to appreciate jazz, and then we can talk about do you want them to go from appreciation to the next level as being great jazz players. That's yeah. a little trickier because that's that's going to be up to them, I believe. But You know what this starts with, though. What? Number one. Listen. Listen. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's, and it has to start in the home, I think, yeah, too. Uh, totally. So the listening, like if you want your kids to even have the possibility of being great jazz players or appreciators, now getting them to appreciate, I think, is a lot easier. Um, but yeah, great. Yeah, because you just, you, you, you are surrounded with it. Now, it may not be till later because a lot of people kind of believe, and, and a lot of times the, it just manifests itself as being kind of grown folks music or what we would call grown folks music, not being the easiest thing for. I mean, how many times do you see an eight-year-old, whether they've been hearing it all their life or not, be like, I love um, John Coltrane Giant Steps. Just you once know? it was Joey, Joey <laughs> Well, no, he was like, 
hey, look, I'm playing like John Coltrane. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's pretty rare. But it's also like you got to be patient with this. If you have it in the environment, and I believe this is anything that's like really culturally deep and rich, mm -hmm. um, if you you know have it if it's if you nurture that in your children great music around them by listening to recordings by taking them to live performances as appropriate yep. not like forcing it down their throat so they hate you and hate it but just having it around them that eventually it's going to become part of their their um, thing yeah. you know and it might be when they're 30 it might be when they're 20 most likely it's gonna be when they go off to college that's a lot of times when like with my kids i just have one now and i had one before it was in and they were always like i heard jazz all the time i hate jazz or they didn't necessarily say they hated it but it was more like oh that's your thing but they didn't realize like how how well they do it yeah and then they get to college and somebody's like you know hey you want to try to be a hipster i know a little something about you then all of a sudden they're like wait i already i'm already way ahead in this yeah yeah i actually know a lot about this that's so true and that's I mean, that's what i'm trying to do with my kids who are now uh younger they're nine and seven a little yeah. younger and we just have it around. You know, yeah. I have it in the car when we go to school. Yeah. I have it just in the house. Yeah. I'm always obviously playing it and practicing it. And they go to gigs. Yeah. And they're around it. And I take them to concerts here at Jazz St. Louis yeah. just to expose them to the music. And they love it. You know, it's just something that's part of dad for them, I think. It's yeah. Like it's part of my life. So it's part of their life in that way. Yeah. And then, like you said, I hope that by the time they get old enough to start developing their own taste, which they don't have now really at all. I mean, yeah. you know, left to them, they're just listening to nothing but Disney songs all yeah. the time. <laughs> hours a day. But once they start developing more of a, a, a an adult palette for everything, yeah. uh, that this has been part of them and they understand it. Yeah. You know, it's a language for them. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes it's, it, 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 they, it isn't for them, which no. is fine because they, you still, they, they still get so much out of it. I look at this very similar to learning another, a, a language. And I know that it, it is different. We always say music is a language, mm -hmm. but it really is. I mm -hmm. mean, in terms of certain aspects of how you learn and how you learn to appreciate it. And somebody, a kid that's grown up around, the parents or the, the grandparents or the adults or, or older siblings or whatever speaking in a language that's not their first language will at a minimum get some appreciation for it and some understanding. And then if they decide they want to take it somewhere, they'll be in an advantageous position educationally to be able to take that on, I think. Well, speaking of be, putting them in an advantageous position to play it. You're in the Ukraine. I'm assuming you have some similar traditions as the Russian classical tradition, especially if you're Roman, if you said you're a pianist and you want your kids to play piano. Yeah. Get them in classical lessons. If That's not right. Already. I mean, you that is a huge advantage if they have that from the time they're small. Right. Because they're going to get, you know, as we talked about earlier in the week, great fingering. Yeah. And, yeah. And technique. And then if you are still playing jazz in the house, if that's a part of you and a part of dad, and then they get into it later, yeah, they can already kind of play. Right. And now they're starting to play what they hear and improvise. Yeah. And look, we don't get into politics here because that's not our thing. Yeah. Um, and I know like Russia, with a, not only with Ukraine, but with Cuba and different yeah, places, yeah. got a storied path. But Culturally, but though. Cultur culturally, there's been, yeah, you want to take the advantages, even if there's, there's a negative thing politically, because like you look at Cuban, look at all the great Cuban pianists that came out of that Russia taught yeah. technique and I never want to be like oh they, they brought them called no it's not that but there's a certain aspect of the there. piano tradition that was so helpful I mean in the US too yeah. I mean you know no, we, we know some we, we have some great Russian it, teachers yeah. and then other teachers that just use I mean that's just a very special thing that Russian piano technique that we can all use to our advantage so if yeah if you have that around but whatever the classical tradition Roman that you're around there you know yeah 
if they're not, if there's not like great jazz education for them from a young age, that's fine. Yeah. Just make sure they're around an instrument if you want them to play. It's so fun. And let like them like direct what they want to do with it. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And I think too, that like what you get out of appreciation of jazz, even if they get into other things, like that'll help them develop their ear. And then as they become musician, like they'll, even if they get into other things or just say like, I want, like one of my kids is just really into classical music and it's like jazz, not really their thing, but because he's well versed in jazz, I think that that helps inform his classical playing. It mm. gives you a flexibility, an ear training, a, a worldview, a lot of different things that that's super helpful and important. And it's it's not all that different than um, you know having your kids appreciate and participate in athletics. Like that is actually if you approach them playing soccer, or as you would say in Ukraine, football, and in most places in the world, <laughs> um, if you're having your kid play football because you want them to be you want to force them or hope that they're going to become a professional athlete. I kind of think that's the wrong reason because first of all, you can't make that like that's going to, you can expose them to these different things. If that's going to happen, that's going to be their choice. And it's really going to be more the choice of that sport or that music or that language to get them, you know, that's going to be sort of preordained. You can't really push that in, but what you can push them into is an appreciation of having an athletic lifestyle and being an athlete. It's not about professional or whatever to an appreciation for like using their body in an athletic way. And so when we talk about with music, it's like using your, your mind and your hands, to play an instrument in a musical way and an appreciation and all the things that brings to you and enhances your life beyond just even if you're not at the so-called professional level that's kind of the smallest part of it in a lot of ways i would say and so like as a parent because we are not only expert musicians you and i adam and expert pianists and expert podcasters obviously we are expert parents as well could we say that yeah i mean i think that's evident just by our general (laughs) demeanor is it evident by your children? That's that's TBD, but yeah, we hope that, so. <laughs> come on. That credit has to go to not us on, on both. Well, we'll see how they turn out. They turn out great. It definitely goes to us. If not, it's the moms, the, the guest hosts. I was, been, I was thinking as you were just talking there, I wasn't listening to anything you were saying, but I was thinking about what I was going to say, which is more important to me. Uh, but, we have a producer over there that's not listening to where we say either, so it's yeah. all good. Uh, you know, last time we, we had a conversation about this once before on this podcast briefly, and I remember thinking about this and and saying like, because this was my strategy was to like play your kids things that you would consider palatable or or simple for the kids that they would like Oscar Peterson, bouncy yeah. stuff, whatever. But then I have I have friends now who like have a kid who's really into like really out stuff. Yeah. And I was thinking like this is what's sort of the the beauty about about kids is they're so these raw pieces of clay yeah. that can mold into anything. And also every kid is different. So maybe yeah. some kid loves Oscar Peter, maybe some kid like really loves Wayne Shorter in yeah. this weird phase. You know what I mean? It's the like, good thing is they're so instinctual in terms of their response, especially the younger they are. Totally. So I think that you can like just just play them a variety of different Absolutely. jazz things and then see what they respond to and then give them more of that. Exactly. Just follow them and where their where their yeah. nose leads. We definitely wouldn't want we'd be reticent here to give you like a top ten we can give you some to try and like ones that worked on my kids and this was totally by accident was like the west end blues you know one of them like literally was just like they'd stop crying whenever they heard that so i was like oh maybe it's lewis armstrong maybe it's that you know whatever you try different things like that honestly i think a lot of it is repetition yeah 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 you know what i mean like our kids now love uh the uh emotion in motion which is the theme song for this podcast yeah because they just keep oh you listen to this a lot around the house i have to do quality (laughs) control buddy come on you know that's part of the job hey hey, no no one's gonna believe that they're like the quality control they don't do quality actually i haven't really been listening since andrew took over as producer i just let him well no but i do think that that it ties in with earlier in the week when we were talking about habits and you're you're training your kids to be in the habit of listening to good stuff right you know and and don't also be too dogmatic about jazz or styles or whatever just 
really good music. You know, something that we we just we, we kind of we're selfish too as parents. So like we listen to I'm talking about Miles. We listen to stuff that we like. Luckily, most of it's pretty good quality. So the kids come up kind of listening to that. You know, a lot of Stevie Wonder because that's been important in our families for a long time and just stuff that we like. And so it, it's it's like. It's like having your kids being, you know, giving them good food, you know, like you, you can't just give them what you think is healthy. You got to find something that actually is healthy and that they like mm-hmm. and then do it from a young enough age and then be disciplined as, as far as not letting them have too much or at the wrong times and teaching them as, you know, it's, it's, it's all part of a thing. Sometimes treats. Sometimes treats are okay. A little treat is okay. Not that all the time though, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so it's the same thing with, I, I think with music. That's great. Well, thanks Roman for the question. Great question. Good yeah. luck with that. Uh, with the kids yeah yeah and i think too just be confident like this is a time where no matter where you are in the world it's such a cool thing when people are like so into this music that we think of as i mean it was it's long ago become global and True. so I, I encourage everybody to look no, at it's it awesome. jazz awesome. and yeah. the reason it's global is because it's important and it's great and because people are interested in it all over the world so cool uh so this is friday it's the last day of our big offer for the all access pass here at open studio that's right you know right. we are You're doing this get on that. we now have two offers this week actually yeah the first is 77 dollars off the annual membership to the all access pass for i'm gonna give that you, 77 claps it's so good okay, okay. i don't have time for that sorry for those of you who don't know the all access pass is every course we make that's courses on piano from people like peter martin jeffrey keezer myself Courses on guitar from Homero Lubombo, Peter Sprague. Courses on the bass from Christian McBride, Ruben Rogers. Try to do better than that. Courses <laughs> on vocals from Diane Reeves and drums from Greg Hutchinson, Ulysses Owens. I mean, there's like a ton of good stuff. Yeah. And you get all of it with the All Access Pass. And you get access to all the courses we'll release in the next year, which is quite a few because we've been averaging one a month. I don't know if you know this. I did, I did notice from that. 2019. Yeah. And we yep. are uh, on schedule to release 12 this year. So. Yeah. Uh, and there's some good stuff coming down the pipe. So uh, definitely. The speak pipe? No, just no. the regular. Oh, the regular pipe. Maybe is it the, the content pi- pipe. Is it the pike? Pike coming down the pike. Coming down the pike. Yeah, like Pike speak. Yeah. yeah. Don't edit that out, Andrew. Let's keep that in. <laughs> uh, but you can go to OpenStudioNetwork.com. We never edit. <laughs> don't uh, don't edit that out. <laughs> uh, and then uh, go ahead and get the the annual membership to the All Access Pass. When you get to the checkout page, put the offer code. You'll hear it in the offer code field. And or not if you're rich. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't bother. Throw us a bone. But if you like to save your money, then go ahead and put that offer code in. You'll yep. hear it. Save seventy-seven bucks. And we also, um, I think that we still will will know by the end of the day today. You can try at least for our very exclusive free offer of the sticker. We, we may be out because we said the first I twenty mean, we're people. Probably out. Okay. Let's be honest. But you know, it's not going to hurt to try. Yeah, give it a shot. You know, but you can if you want to get one of these cool stickers, you go to youllhearit.com slash sticker. Cool sticker? No, just sticker. You'll hear it.com slash sticker. And um, please leave us a rating or review. It'll kind of give you a link to do it from there if you haven't already. But we're, that's all we're asking for is leave us a rating or review of your choosing. Yeah. Seven stars, seven, seven stars, I mean, seven stars, seven stars, seven stars, seven stars. Seven stars, seven stars. But whatever you want. Yeah, seven, seven stars, stars is impossible, but just yep. write it in. Yeah. And then you're out for like the next couple weeks, right? You're on the road. No, 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 just the next week or so. What are we going to do? We're going to do some fun mobile. We're, gonna, we're getting back to that because we actually had a request for that anyway right. recently. So we're going to be we're going to be virtually joining each other. All right. All right. Until then, you'll hear it. You'll hear it. All right, Peter. This is twice now that we forgot to listen to the end <laughs> we, of the episode. We, we had a rule. After you'll hear it, we never talk anymore. But yet we're talking. Well, here we go. So, what's the tune? Oh yeah. Okay. So today's listener tune is VST Vals Sans Titre by Stefan Sirbu Trio. This is oh I remember. Are okay. You making so, this up? No, this is for real. This is actually the second tune we've used by Stefan or Stefan. Um, remember the great the grape escape 
a little yeah. while back. Yeah. yeah. Creepy. So this is another one. This is VST. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> 